0: back to another episode of Convincing Creatives. My name is Evan Kidd. I am your host through this beautiful episode. We've got another YouTube audio log going on here. It's audio from a YouTube video that we've made, a new one on the channel. Check it out, youtube.com slash or just search Evan Kidd. I used that username so long ago, but I kept it because it's real cute, and it reminds me of early 2000s internet. So that's it. If you'd like to go check out the video form, go do so over there. If not, continue listening. Continue that run. I believe in you. You can do it. Uh, continue that commute. I, I believe in you. Don't punch the person in the car next to you. And yeah, so this is going to be talking all about television, TV, why we're watching what we're watching, and more specifically, how as a creator it impacts you because you decide one day, do I want to make a TV show or do I want to make a movie? And a lot more people seem to be watching TV nowadays. And does that influence your thinking? It, it kind of did for me, and I'll get into it because I made a TV show In baton rouge louisiana back in 2017 called home remedy and it was originally gonna be a movie so more on that check it out today we're gonna be talking about television yes beautiful bingeable television at least that's the idea right nowadays everybody and their mother seems to be watching bingeable television whether it's on the streaming giants like amazon netflix and hulu or even smaller web series uh like Ya boy's own home remedy on amazon prime it's a place you can watch it it's an indie tv show that i did make so yeah you could be watching that you're probably not but i mean if you are like man mad mad respect for digging into the algorithm and, and really like pushing it because I don't, I don't know how else you found out about it because we had no money to work with when we made it. Why are people getting attracted to television over movies? As a filmmaker myself, This is something that I sort of kind of care about a lot. Uh, Obviously, it has influenced my own work, as I just mentioned. I spent several months back in 2017 uh, in the Baton Rouge, Louisiana area, making a television show that we ended up putting on Amazon Video in the Prime Video section. And it's like a legit television show. We've got legit episodes. They're like 20 minutes long, pretty much like any uh, serialized TV show you probably already watch. And that's pretty much it like the reason i decided to do that was because i made a feature film before that called son of clowns and we also put son of clowns on amazon video and it performed well like right at first but then after a while it kind of like saw a little sleepy cycle where you know a few people were watching and that's great and i always appreciate it but it kind of trickled off. And the one thing I've noticed with Home Remedy is our growth has been pretty steady. We saw a huge boom when we first released the show. The show is about a fictional therapist who's actually not a therapist. He's like not licensed at all. And he's kind of a idiot. And so he pretty much goes under the table and gives people advice for illegitimate services, pretty much, aka he's not a real therapist. He can't actually treat you, but he does anyway. And so that show pretty much got lumped in the algorithm over on Amazon and it got put in there with shows like in treatment which is a you know made famous show as by HBO and you know other shows like that you know that are higher profile that have bigger dollars that people are always going to be watching because again they are HBO shows Uh, it kind of got in that algorithm a little bit. And I don't know, maybe, maybe the thing is not TV, I only know what I know, but I've noticed that other creators I've talked to across different film festivals, across different networking platforms, people seem to be saying the same thing. If you're creating video and it's serialized, it's on Amazon, on the streamable services, people tend to be going to it. I've asked people in my own life who are not filmmakers, I said, what are you guys watching when you do go online and you watch something? And the answer is literally, without a doubt, Unless it's film, people for the most part never feature films, never short films. Almost always, some sort of a serialized Netflix show. Whether it's a reality show, a docu-series, which is yes, very different than a reality show, or a drama, i.e., the latest episode of Two Gun Birdie or something, which was not canceled. That show was so damn good, Netflix. But again, it's a show I took a chance on, so that's the thing. I took a chance on Toucan Birdie, I was just going through Netflix one day, it said from the you know, producers of BoJack Horseman, there's one season, let me throw it on. And I have a feeling with my TV show, that's what a lot of folks did because I wanted to make something that was one season long, very short episode amount, literally five, and then it's over. So it's kind of a film in disguise because if you put the runtime of my TV show together with the runtime of my feature film, they're pretty much the same and I subvertly got a lot more people to watch my TV show because they said, okay, I'll throw in a 20-minute episode on. Then they watch it, if they decide to keep watching, they'll say, yeah, another 20-minute episode. How do I know this? Because I've talked to people and I do this myself. When I watch a TV show, even if it's me just watching The Office for the 5,000th time on Netflix, uh, which yes, is something I do all the time, uh, unfortunately, actually a complete sidebar, I've noticed that Netflix seems to have failed themselves and their audiences, and they've decided to take The Office off of Netflix. As big of a cinephile as I am, sometimes at the end of the day, I just wanna watch an episode of The Damn Office. And, and, that's, and that's fine. So if you're a maker and you're a creator out there, like myself, and maybe you have made short films and feature films, but you haven't done a serialized kind of format, uh, what are you waiting for? Like That's that's my biggest takeaway here. I hope that if you take something away, it's that you should be going out there and doing the exact same thing with your projects. And maybe that next feature film that you wanna make, uh, if it needs to be a feature, so be it. But ask yourself, can, can it be cut up and spliced up into pieces? Can you stretch that story out a little bit? I think that's another beautiful thing about TV is that you're able to tell much longer and in a weird way, maybe not more powerful stories, but maybe more impactful stories when you can get to know a character Uh, You know over the course of seven years if your show is lucky enough to last that long I mean you you forge a very powerful bond with a character over that length of time Whether the character is good or bad that I don't think you're able to achieve in cinema And that's something TV has over film and it it always will and so I think that's what's very interesting Obviously the narrative of film you can make sequels galore, but I think it's just having that kind of consistent output Um, and I think TV has changed to nowadays with binging i think bingeable tv has changed so much uh in the way that we watch obviously but also the way that we're digesting and processing what we're watching so these writers from you know tv shows back in the 90s you'll see storylines that kind of self-serve within an episode or two and then something else is introduced and you know maybe there's a few minor themes but you know there's usually not always major major themes that permeate through the whole thing there's certain exceptions sure but you know, for the most part, that's how TV was. And then lately, you know, as, as times have progressed, we've we've gotten shows that really are lengthy and you've, you can't miss an episode or else you don't have a clue what's going on. Also, if you're a maker, it's quote unquote, easier to make. What I'm gonna say by that is it's not actually easier to make, it, it's all objective. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you are an independent filmmaker, a scrappy no budget filmmaker, pretty much such as myself, and you're trying to go out there and make stuff with, you know, little to no money, you may say, okay, I can I can make a short film, but I don't know about a feature. I don't have that mountain in front of me to climb. Like I could, I could start with a few foothills, like maybe a first or second episode and see how it goes. That, that's kind of the beauty of television. Start it, like go ahead and make episode one and two and see how it feels, see how it edits, see how it turns out and then make the rest the next year. I mean, the, you can write it into your story. Your character could age a year, you know, what have you, but it's a little more accessible versus a feature where, you know, obviously you can do the same thing, but with a feature there's sort of that temptation to cram it all together in two weeks and you know just just shoot it all and be done and then you know that's it. And so I think they're just you know in their production process, they're just very different in that manner. Also another thing I've noticed is the expectations with TV are not always there like they are with cinema. A lot of times if you pay, you go to the Alamo Draft house, you go wherever you watch a movie, uh, you know, obviously I like the Alamo Drafthouse, not a sponsor, please be a sponsor. and you go watch your movie. You kind of have an expectation cuz you just paid like 10, 12, 20 million dollars for your movie ticket on that Friday night and you get your popcorn, you go with your date, you get comfy cozy and then you're watching a movie. You expect that thing hopefully to be good or at least just so bad that you're laughing your ass off and forgetting about, you know, whatever problems you got. But you know, if you're just at the end of the day just just throwing something on the TV, you know, and you'll just probably give it a whirl. I mean, that's kind of how it is. I've watched a lot of TV on Netflix that way. I've seen something pop up, the algorithm says, "Hey, you might like it." Uh, And then I watch it and it's actually really weird and I actually end up not watching quite as much stuff on my like To-do list for films and TV shows and I you know really should ignore the damn algorithm But the algorithm is so convenient it kind of I think favors the episodic format so it's, it's what we're working with nowadays, guys. And when I say TV, uh, a web series counts as TV in the same way that I am talking about that format right now. It could be anything, it could be a YouTube variety show. You know, I could drop a new episode here on the channel every week. You know, it could be anything. I mean, it does not have to all be quote unquote, Netflix, quote unquote, you know, TNT original series. I don't, I don't know why I just said TNT. Who is watching TNT in 2019? I, I kind of want to know you. <laughs> If you're trying to get up there in the big leagues, you've got really no excuse, because if I was able to do it, you can definitely do it. You can hop up on Amazon Video Direct, you can look up how to get your stuff on there, get the correct functions, get the captions, get the correct aspect ratio, and you know, beautiful cover art and whatever you need to do for brand standards. But I mean, once you do that, it's, it's, it's done. I mean, you just upload like a YouTube video. So, you know, Amazon is a very interesting place right now for video, I can say from experience. And I'm very curious to see what they do going forward with more independent creators. They've shown up at a few film festivals and they've talked to folks like me about, you know, working and doing things and it's exciting. Like, I mean, cause again, I'm just some dude with a camera in North Carolina. So, I mean, anyone can do it. I'm very curious to see what happens in the next few years in spaces like that. And I'm sure others will pop up as well so yeah y'all that's basically it i hope that uh you may be a little more enlightened about the way tv works and i'm sure if you are a film person you're gonna tell me i'm dead wrong and as a film person i'm gonna say i'm not and it's sad and i wish more people did watch films um but it's it's the way the beast is it's the way the cookie crumbles i mean it's 2019 this is how things are happening Majority of what I make will probably always be films, but I'm very open to it. And the whole reason I made Home Remedy, it was originally a film idea, is because I wanted to try what a series was like. Hopefully some of this can help you and maybe encourage the way that you know your viewership habits are maybe gonna take into account what you make. Cause I think about myself, not only as a filmmaker, but as an audience member. And when I am watching something, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? and maybe how would that impact other people and the kind of target demographic. I'd wanna you know, court with my works and say, okay, come on over here. How do I do that? Yeah, and that's all we got. So thanks again for watching. I hope this has informed your television viewing slash creating question mark habits. If you're a filmmaker, a maker, a web series curious person, uh, just go go make it. I wanna see what you do. If you do make something or if you have made a web series, let us know. You can hit us up at the Convincing Creatives contact link on convincingcreatives.com and let us know. I want to hear from you. Or you can hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at Convinced Create. Look up Convincing Creatives on Facebook and uh, just let us know. We'd love to hear from the community. We will share your links and uh, we'd love to spread the love if you are an independent content creator out there doing cool stuff. And we will catch you guys next time on the next episode. Y'all have a wonderful day.